Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, the show about all things human from a baby boomer's perspective. All things hot and all things not. News, reviews, interviews, chat, text, and what's next. And here are your hosts, Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and Easy's dad, Jim Zuli. Good morning, Radio Boomers Live listeners around the world, and good morning to our Easy Way family and to our celebrity host, Reetha Gray. Reetha, are you on with us? Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm here. It is a good morning, Reetha, and there's, uh, boy, every month there's so much going on, but it's it's just amazing how we finish the holidays, and all of a sudden it's four months later. At uh, of course, people are probably tired of me saying that. I just, I, I think it's time for me to take down the tree. What do you think? Uh, well, I certainly <laughs> hope so. <laughs> okay, well, we won't let the cat out of the bag on that one. But uh, so yeah, that and know, clean out that junk drawer. You got two oh, two projects for for the week. Okay. Yeah, yeah, on the bucket list. Yeah, there's there's a lot of you know, and the wall is going just amazing. You know, the wall with the visitors we have coming in, uh, it's it's, you know, we're looking at three hundred and fifty thousand people a month coming into this, you know, is a wall of fame and talk about interaction. You know, and and we couldn't do that back in the days now there's so many ways that people can interact with each other and other countries or whatever so it, it puts a totally different spin on how to run a business and even in your industry with uh we talk about being an actor uh and, and auditions and so on and, and you mentioned that before that when you're doing an audition it's not like it was in the say 60s well say the 70s because you have people they, auditioning they from even in the two thousands. Yeah. Even yeah. from the two thousand. It it totally changed the industry. We do remote uh auditions in our own homes and email them in. And I have to admit, when I first went to Africa in the late nineteen nineties, um, I was shocked. Everyone in Africa had a cell phone when everyone in America didn't have a cell phone. Now everybody everywhere, including children, have technology so at their fingertips. So just a quick number, Reese. You know, at a certain time, you'd go for an audition to a movie or a commercial or a TV show, whatever, and you would have maybe, what, 50 or, or 50, 100 people might go for the audition. What would it be like today for that same audition with the online stuff? Oh, thousands. Thousands. Because people can audition from anywhere in the world, literally, and send in their auditions. So it's it's exciting, but at the same time, you have more competition, but in a way you have less competition because everybody isn't competent in filming their auditions, which is a whole other story. So let's move on. To our uh, hot topics. Topic. Uh, topic time. Ripped from the headlines. Today's hot topics. Well, the headlines have been filled with our new Supreme Court justice, although she's not quite a justice yet, Judge Katani Brown Jackson. 
She has been voted in, and she will be our next Supreme Court justice. People don't quite understand how it works. We don't really understand quite how our government works. But she basically was nominated by the president, went through a bunch of questioning, and they voted, the Senate voted her in 53 to 47, which means she will take her seat right after the judge that's retiring has actually stepped down, which will be sometimes during the summer. Now, it's been made a big deal because she is the first black Supreme Court justice in the history of the Supreme Court. But I'd like to say she was the best choice. They screened her. They questioned her. I saw part of the questioning. Some people didn't watch any of it. I watched part of it. And they gave her a vigorous screening, but they've done that with every justice. No matter what side of the aisle they thought the person was on, they have grilled them. The one side grilled them and then the other side grilled them. But it is amazing that in my lifetime I have gone from being where there was segregation even in Los Angeles, it was hidden, but even in Los Angeles, to now we have a justice, a black female and a black male justice on the Supreme Court. So I want to send my congratulations out to Judge Brown Jackson and look forward to her making righteous decisions on the Supreme Court. That's my hot topic, Jim. What's yours? Yes, congratulations to Captain Brown Jackson, like you said. 5347, and it is history, so we, we wish her the best on that. And, uh, you know, we try to put a, a positive spin on things, but uh, we got severe war crime videos found across Ukraine, uh, Russia failing to take control of their objectives due to fierce resistance by the Ukrainian fighters uh, led by uh, Zelensky. He's, uh, it didn't have the greatest popularity. And he was basically a comedian, and he took over, and he made it to, uh, he was voted in as president, so there must have been some popularity there. But uh, now he's the uh, he's the hero, you know, and, and he doesn't take credit himself. He gives it to the people. The, uh, the billions of dollars are being spent on military spies. They're coming in from all over the world. Uh, the shoulder-held rockets from the U.S. are really devastating the tanks there, the high-tech uh, missiles, their shoulder-held missiles they can fire. And uh, and the Russian uh, armies are having problems there because of the, uh, well, they're, the high casualties, defections, low moral, uh, you know, the uh, overall attitude they're having is uh, logistics is, is not coming together for them. And basically, uh uh, Zelensky is doing a pretty good job holding back an army like that. Pakistan to vote uh, in a new leader has ousted Imran Khan uh, rally supporters. The streets have been overflowing with protesters wanting Khan out. Many Afghan families that were separated are still unable to uh, unite, uh, you know, because it's so hard getting out of Afghanistan. Uh, and as far as all those jet planes we left behind, you know, there people are talking about the, you know, billions of dollars. Uh, don't worry about 
the jets. They can't be used. They're out of business. They could put them in a museum or, or use them as uh, something in a playground because the uh, U.S. military said they'll never fly again. Scotty uh, Schiffner shows the world his talent and wins the Masters, making him the number one in the world. And he's now wearing the uh, green jacket, the uh, infamous green jacket that they put on when they won. Schiffner is 25 and blew away the uh, Augusta's top players. And although Scotty is number one, the number one draw was no other than Tiger Woods and uh, he had a limp, you know, he's, from his injuries and that. He managed to come in uh, 47th place, but no embarrassment there because of his injuries. Everybody knew. But he, he held in there, he's still golfing. And Tiger already has a closet full of the green jackets and a uh, house full of uh, trophies. Harvard students, uh, Harvard studies show humans can fight viruses by breathing deeply, uh, deep breaths. Uh, bringing more oxygen with us it helps with the help health Hubble telescope uh, found in most distant stars 12 billion miles away and Elon Musk's goals for SpaceX is to send people to Mars sometime in the 2020s Mars is 33.9 million miles away and it takes nine months to get there so Reed do you want a ticket what do you think nope nope <laughs> There was a time I wanted to go to outer, yeah, there was a time I wanted to go to outer space. But you know what? I don't care to go where no man has gone before anymore. I'm perfectly happy down here on the ground. (laughs) You'll only travel when we have something like that. That's on Star Trek, you know, all comfortable with the lounge and all that, you know. You know, it just, especially at our age, it takes a little too long, you know, when you're talking years. You know, you come back and you're, I don't forget. Anyway, we got to move on here. We got a commercial, and then we have uh, somebody that's one of our favorites coming up. Patty Godfrey Sadler will be our guest, and let's move into commercial time. Imagine a social network that's based on quality members over quantity, where you can easily find the qualified leads you're looking for, where members treat each other as family and promote each other's projects. Get interviewed, manage your business, and sell your product or service on our new EasyWay store. Let us do the promotional heavy lifting for you. We've created an all-in-one solution with all the tools you would ever need to promote you and your client's business, all accessible by one simple login. Social media done for you. Introducing the new 2022 EasyWay Network with our built-in wall of fame that helps you to search and find that profile you want to network with that matches your business needs while boosting your own notoriety at the same time. This year, we've made it even easier on you. Oh, did we mention you make money? Create your free account today by texting EasyWay, that's letter E, letter Z, to 55678. Or visit EasyWayNetwork.com. Got questions? Give us a call at 424-209-9290. Yes, indeed. We have, uh, like I said, a very special guest coming on here. And uh, Carmelita and I say that a lot. And some of them are very special. Most of them are special. But today's guest, Patty Godfrey Sadler, as a retreat facilitator, a publisher, and she had published Eric's book, The Influence Effect, and she has her Heart Talks event coming up in July, 
with the easy way. And Patty, are you on with us? There we go. Sounds like she's on. Hello. Hello. There hey. She is. We got you. We got you. Patty, we got Risa Gray on. Risa, you remember Patty? Of course. How are you, Patty? Hi, Risa. I'm great. It's so great to hear your guys' voices. Ah, yes. So good to and, hear and, you. And, and Patty was saying, I, I hope I sound all right in the morning. You know, sometimes when we get up, it takes a while to get our voice. And I said, don't worry about it. You're on with Risa now. You'll sound fine. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'll tell you, Patty, you're, uh, you're an amazing person. You, you so, and you, when you come to our events and you have uh, your Heart Talks event coming up in July and everything, but you have a, a good spirit. What, you know, and, and you've been through your trials and that. So uh, what, how do you keep your, your good spirit and your, your positive attitude? You know, what is it? Is it a good breakfast in the morning or what is it? <laughs> well, no, actually, um, I, I was thinking about saying wine, but that's not the truth. Um, the truth <laughs> is that I know, I know that I'm divinely created for greatness, and I know that we all are. And I just, I just try to be really positive and know that my heavenly Father has a real important job for me to do. So I do it. Oh, there you go. And uh, nothing wrong with a good meal every once in a while. When you guys came out, we stopped at a, at a little place, and uh, we had a nice little snack over there. Uh, oh, that was and fun. So how how did you enjoy the uh, the birthday for Eric and Tanti? That was kind of fun, wasn't it? Oh, it was a wonderful event. It was so great to see everybody's faces. It was fun to be in a not virtual space where we could actually meet and greet <laughs> and yeah. uh it was it was just fabulous. It was job well done. And Patty came came over and tugged on my sleeve and said, "Can I get a picture with Annie McPhee?" Yes. <laughs> I said, "No problem." <laughs> Starstruck, yes. I wanted a picture with <laughs> Annie McPhee. I thought he, I thought he was just amazing. Well, we had uh, Andy and we had uh, you know there's a lot of celebrities walking around there. Kate Linder was there yeah. and uh and it's some of the boy, I can't even remember. Reef, I, I my memory is just fading out. You know, when I think of celebrities, all that pops in my head is John Wayne, Bob Hope, and Crosby. I gotta really update, don't I? <laughs> you gotta come into the two thousands, Jim. You really do. <laughs> yeah. So Patty, uh, what have you been up to lately? Well, we have so much going on. It's really, really exciting. You know that I'm I'm a publisher, and so my world is the publishing world. We have an event coming up with uh, Easy Way um, called Heart Talks, and we're going to have Heart some talks, big hitters yeah. there. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be July 29th, and you'll want to start preparing for that. There's a few spots left on the stage. Um, we're only having 20 special speakers. And uh, so if you really want to be a part of that, this is a real big launch and uh, we're going to start, we're going to start taking it really hard because in December we have another event and then we're going to take it um, to six different States next year. So it'll be a live stage. So we have a lot coming up, speaking spots for so many people, opportunities for people to get their messages out there from their hearts and um, it's going to be a very important event. If you want more information on that, of course, you go to the Easy Way Wall of Fame and check out my profile. Check out Easy Way Wall of Fame events, and you'll see it there. 
so cool. And I saw your uh, up on the uh, carpet, the gold carpet we had at, at the birthday party event. And uh-huh. on the on the left we had uh, Dante's uh, poster up there, uh, uh-huh. and on the right we had the Hard Talks poster. And, yeah, uh, you it, did. It was, uh-huh. And the Clethia Gold up on there. It was it was really pretty. It was the way it was set up. And you know the the little boy that I had, uh, I brought him up on the carpet. Yeah, I gave him the watch. What, what was his name? Uh-huh. I forgot. I can't remember anyway. what his name. What a cute kid. Yeah. When he got up there, he's looking around, going, "Who built this? This is who built this?" <laughs> and he's looking at the media wall and everything, you know. But uh, so the uh, July 29th. So how's it going with you as far as you have the? You know, there's so many books out there, and and I look at some of the what are the popular ones? They have uh, romance novels and mystery and inspirational. You know, like you did the influence mm-hmm. effect with Eric and religious mm-hmm. books, sci-fi. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, what is this virtual world now? When when you, How are you working with that? How do you like the world virtually to, as a publisher compared to the old days with just writing a book? How does it divide up to where well, when sure people want a book? Now, uh-huh. Yeah, is it, yeah, is you know, it's it's really interesting because um, there's those that would prefer the old school, of course. You have your speaking stages, and in the publishing world, there is still, you know, the old way that we have to do it. We still have to create a manuscript and do go through all the formatting and everything else. But in the new in the new virtual world, it's a wonderful place to have a, um, a virtual gathering of people where they can actually go into a bookstore and buy books, um, buy paintings, buy you know, different items that people are selling so you can have your own store in there. It's it's really fascinating what Eric's been creating because um, it's going to be big. You know, and have, have you been in there? And, and I don't know. Rachel, yes. You, like, uh, <laughs> yes. Isn't so that cool. something? I, I can't believe like, what I'm so saying neat, Yeah. Rachel, yeah, you, you walk cool. in this room and you it's your face. I mean, you're you're walking around and you can meet Patty literally in the room and walk around and look at all the pictures up on the wall. And it's very well done. You know, I mean, it looks like a yeah. really nice room and the pictures are big. So you, how does this work with the, uh, do you find it more, you know, is it taking you time to adjust to this? If you're going to do a book, uh, you know, online rather than just, or is it easier doing that than actually publishing a print book? Um. Well, you, we still have to go through the publishing and printing process and create the book, um, but it's just the marketing value is really wow. It's a wow factor, and the the opportunity to sell what you've created and the art and everything else, and, and it is a piece of art to create a book. So once the work has been done, to be able to place it in that space and have it come to your door as a physical item, physical object, I mean, that's pretty darn cool. You did an amazing job, and I I like the whatever cover you use. The you know it's kind of a nice material because they have the influence effect uh, that you've done for Eric, and that's pretty unique when you have different chapters all done by different influencers. That must have been kind of interesting, huh? It was really interesting. It was it's a lot of work, and it's a lot of. Um, a lot of different people with different voices and it's really important to make sure that you can showcase it in a way that everyone is unique and different. 
Um, by no means are they uniform. They are all special messages from different people. And so it was really a fun, fun collaboration. Now we're doing another one. Um, Eric has a new easy book coming out um, with a whole new topic. And there will be chapters available in that one. Yep. And then we also have the uh, Heart Talks book coming out with the event. So those who speak on the stage will have an opportunity to be a best-selling published author as well. And what city oh, so is cool. the uh, event, the heart event, going to be in? Um, the I, the heart talk event on July 29th is going to be a virtual event, and then we have one that's going to be virtual in December, and then we're going to put one in Los Angeles, one in Salt Lake, possibly DC. We're looking at Dallas, and we're also looking at uh, Colorado, and we're looking at um, Idaho. So it doesn't matter what state you're in, you'll be able to join this virtual event. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. It will be a global event. Awesome. That's that's going to be fun. Do you want me there at each one with the camera? (laughs) Yes. You, yes, both of you. (laughs) Oh, I'm coming virtually. I'll be, I'll I'll be virtual any day. I'm a virtual kind of gal. (laughs) Now, Rachel's enjoying the virtual world, doing her uh, movie shots and movie scenes right out of her living room, you know. Oh, it's so, so great. The, oh, my gosh. So the Easy Way Awards Golden Gala book, what is that? So uh, that's coming up, I believe, This that they're going to be having um, the, the gala will come up this year, but we will have a book surrounding that event with the special guests and the celebrities um, with the ability to be a part of that book. Um, if you want information on being a part of that book, you just need to talk to Eric Dooley or contact me through the Easy Way Wall of Fame. Um, you also, I mean, there's just so many opportunities to be seen and heard. Every book that I do is a best-selling book. It's guaranteed you'll be a best-selling author. So um, the opportunities are endless once you start working with us. Uh, it's, it's amazing. And it's, you know, it, it's exciting. And uh, there's so many changes that come up you know it's like uh, eric kind of stays on top of the cutting edge but boy you wake up in the morning there in this nft thing and uh uh i'm still amazed by this uh what is it the virtual room that you're going to uh yes. what is that called yeah I'm not sure what and, it's uh, called it's it's an easy way virtual world i know that it's it's, it's really amazing i'll tell you that you just want to check that out you can probably get information about that on the Easy Way Wall of Fame as well. But, I mean, it's something yeah. you guys don't want to miss because you can market your wares there and people can actually get a physical product that they see in the virtual room. And um, it's just pretty neat. You know, when we did the awards, it was so amazing when people were – and we had to coordinate – or Eric and his team, not me so much, coordinate the time zones because there were from people were coming in from – 10 different countries. So you have all those time zones uh-huh. to work with and they were meeting at different times in the green room. And right. you know, there would be like five or 10 people in the green room and they would call them one at a time to go out on the carpet. And this was all right. virtual. So it, uh-huh. that was amazing. Uh, it was know. amazing. But, and it was really great networking. It was a real fun event. It was awesome. And they're coming up again. It's going to be uh yeah, it's definitely creating a lot of momentum here. But uh, so uh, what do we got? Uh, 
Oh, no, wait. One more thing real quick here, Patty. We got a Ireland trip coming up. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, yeah, we only and, have a few seats left. So um, this is something that we've done before. It's in Galway, Ireland. It's going to be held from June 28th to the 27th, and it is going to be freaking amazing at a 300-year-old mansion on 200 acres in beautiful Ireland. You'll be coming there as a writer and leaving as an author. We have a uh, – we have um, – of course, I'm going to be the publisher. You can pitch a publisher there. We have authors. We have a New York Times bestselling author there. We have a New York agent coming for you to also be able to query and get information from plenty of classes. Um, those who are authors will be launching their books in an international market at the Charlie Burns Bookstore. Um, you'll, Like I said, you'll come a writer. You'll leave an international speaker. You'll leave an international author. And... Um, it's wow. just going to be amazing. You don't want to miss it. There's only like four spots left. Um, if you want information on that, please just um, please just send me the information or contact Eric or myself, and let's get you over there because this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And you were there before, and uh, yeah, we were talking. Uh, we're, we're both we both have uh, Irish in us, and we were talking before the show. And a little, we touched on, you know, your trip. And what did I do? Yeah, you have your Ireland book there. Let me, I think I gave you the wrong date. So it's June 18th to the 27th. So excuse me for that. June 18th is coming up. There's only four spots left and there's uh, 22 spots total. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, glad you got that one. Okay. Yeah. When I was talking yeah. to Patty, the book that I use sometimes that I write on is the book from Ireland. A celebration of uh-huh. history and heritage, and I sent sent uh-huh. you the picture that there was. But anyway, thank you, uh, Patty. Where time is ticking on, or we have Carmelie's corner. But thanks for coming on. And this, uh, you know, with Heart Talks coming up uh, July 29th, Heart Talks event, and uh, check uh, uh-huh. Patty out on the Easy Way Wall of Fame, and a lot of fun stuff, Patty. Thanks for coming on. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been wonderful. Have and a I wonderful day. And enjoyed seeing you at the birthday. Oh, well, always good talking to you. Always good talking to you, you, Daddy. Bye, you guys. Bye, bye. So we we have bye. a commercial and then uh, Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's Corner. Yes, indeed. The professional speaking industry is a multi-billion-dollar industry, and the religious speaking industry is even larger. Yet both of these industries miss out on billions of dollars of sales and donations every year. They are desperately seeking ways to increase their revenue during events, immediately after events, as well as weeks later. They need a way of directly communicating with their audience during and after their speeches or sermons in order to achieve more connection and engagement. TextMe Leads answers this need with their unique use of technology and service. TextMe Leads enables all types of speakers to communicate directly with their audience during and after events. This dramatically increases immediate and long-term engagement. TextMe Leads even allows sales and contributions to happen during an event, which is when audiences feel most connected and that's when they're most likely to buy. TextMe Leads, the missing link between speakers and their buying audience. Visit EasyWayText.com to get started today.
you are about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. Well, hello there, Radio Land. Here we are again, and I'm feeling grand. I hope you are, too. I've got good reason to feel grand. I have a very grand lady coming your way today. She's a very, very, very special lady and connected to someone who has been very special in my life. And she's coming to us all the way from Savannah, Georgia. Hello there, Pat. Good afternoon, I guess. It's morning on the West Coast, Carmelita. How are you guys today? Yes, that's right. Uh, it's um, just a little after 10.20 here, uh, West Coast time. What time do you have where you are? Yeah, it's in the afternoon. It's almost one thirty in the afternoon, but we're here. Glad yes. to be here. Yes, and I thank you for coming on. I mean, it's such a challenging time for you to come on and for me to talk about someone who we love very much and of course she's been more part of your world than mine because she's related to you um and we're speaking of our one and only as they call her lee angel Uh, i've known her as audrey angel sherborne um what do you call her well, I call her Audrey, but when we get ready to talk and have uh, storytelling, I go right back to Lee Angel because that was her name as she traveled around the world with Little Richard. And so we have beautiful pictures of her as we grew up, and she was just Lee Angel to us. Absolutely. Yes, and absolutely stunning. And I want to tell the story of how Little Richard met Lee Angel. She told me that she was on her way to run an errand for her mom, and um, she was walking down the street, and it just so happened that little Richard saw her. And according to Charles Connor, his drummer from the Upsetters, the original drummer, he said that little Richard almost fell out the window when he saw Lee Angel walking <laughs> down the street, and he sent Charles to go flag her down. And when he was able to get a hold of her, she asked, uh, after he said that little Richard wanted to meet her, does he know that I'm a girl? And I just thought that was so funny. But, you know, I know that Richard loved her, And, um, you know, we had somebody that he introduced her to that I was just with a couple of days ago, and I just want to give her a shout-out real quick. And I'm speaking about Sir Lady Java. And Mm -hmm. uh, we just did a documentary about that, and uh, Sir Lady Java was the first person that uh, Lee Angel met that uh, Little Richard introduced her to. And it was just really a fascinating story. And I want to say, send a shout-out to Shannon, too, because um, I know they're listening. And um, I, w- I want you to, to go on now, Pat, about some of the memories that everybody should hear. Um, thank you so much for this opportunity. We are 
you know, we're just reminiscing about Audrey, our lead angel on the Georgia coast. She's a Georgia girl originally, born and raised in Savannah, and I am her first cousin, her mom and my mom or sisters. So I have always had wonderful memory of her, and now with her passing last Sunday, of course, our hearts are hurting, but what I've been trying to do is to have re-memory. Uh, I am a master Gullah Geechee storyteller, Kamalita, and so whenever we lose an, a relative, they then become an ancestor on the Gullah Geechee coast, and so what I try to do is to lift them up through the rememory. You try to have rememory of the good things and all the experiences, and every time we talked on a, on the phone, she would give us wonderful rememory, so I'm just reflecting on that, and I'm telling you, when she tells the story of how she met little Richard, she tells the exact story you just shared, but I want to put a couple more things in there. She went to my aunt, her mom, and said, I want to go on the road with Richard. And, of course, my auntie said, you cannot go. And, of course, after conversations, many, many conversations, she was up and on the road with little Richard, Richard Penniman born in Macon, Georgia, my, 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 oh, my goodness. And so she had a wonderful journey with him. I mean, she came right into the heart of the 1950s, you guys, in the heart of rock and roll. You know, they talk about this guy, a DJ by the name of Alan Freed, who uh, was a DJ in Cleveland, Ohio, that kind of created rock and roll and then put it on the map. I would like to say kudos to him, but I'm telling you, Little Richard was the one that gave rock and roll its flavor, its seasoning. I remember stories like Richard uh, would share with Audrey, and she would come home and share with us, and she said, you know, Richard was hanging out with some some guys from England who said they wanted to learn how to dance correctly in their show, and they were taking the show on the road, and they hadn't got too much publicity, and they hung out with Richard, and he told them how to do their dance steps and all of that and how to maneuver their hips. And they said, Richard, you're so good. Why don't you come on the road with us? And he said to these English singers, musicians, you guys will never make it. And years later, he jokes about that and said, those guys were the Beatles, and I should have got on the road with them. So that that is one of the stories we laugh about and we say to him you did your own rock and roll you made your own marks in the business so even though the Beatles were all of that little Richard also was and Lee Angel was with him every step of the way so we just have so many wonderful memories of him coming to Savannah if someone passed away he would sneak into town and go to the services want to share one quick story, and it's so uh, precious. Uh, Lee Angel's brother, Robert, passed away about a decade ago now, and he promised he would come to the services, and, of course, he did. At that time, he was not performing. He had a walker, and he didn't really want people to see him in that way. So he said, um, the limousine driver is going to drive him from Tennessee all the way to Savannah. And sure enough, he showed up in an all-white uh, limousine with the little bat wings, one of the models you guys from the 70s, if you can't imagine. 
You're supposed to traditionally go to the house the morning of the services of the funeral, you know, and leave from there. But Richard said, no, my driver's going to take me to the church. So instead of me going to the house, I heard him. And so Lee Angel and little Richard are going to the church, waiting for us outside. And I pull up right behind them. And there are local community uh, spirit drinkers, we call them. They're, They're the local winos in the community. And they were gathered around his limousine, and he had the window down, and we heard him in conversation, and they said, no, you're not little Richard. And he said, yes, I am. And then the angel said, this is Richard. This is little Richard. And they said, well, if you're a little Richard, then sing Tutti Frutti. And as I'm coming out (laughs) of the car, I'm telling you, little Richard is in front of the the Seven-Day Adventist church that he built because he was a seven-day Adventist, and he built three of these churches for us. And he was in front of that church. I'm so glad the preacher hadn't come yet, but he was performing in the limo, tutti-frutti, for the neighborhood winos. And they were so filled with joy. They went around shouting to the neighbors, that is little Richard. And, of course, the angel Audrey just laughed to her heart's content. And we just uh, cherished that story because we witnessed that even as he began to get ill, she protected him, gave him updates on Savannah, and just guided people. But little Richard, through Audrey, is beloved here. So Lee Angel brought joy to our city through her work with him and other performers. And so I'm so honored that on the West Coast you guys are honoring her because she surely did matter to so many people on the Georgia coast, her family and friends here. Oh, yes. And, you know, speaking of services, a little Richard showed up for Zola Taylor's home going at uh, Angeles. And I attended that service, and I witnessed what happened when he showed up. The preacher was looking out at the people sitting in the congregation, not knowing that little Richard had sneaked up behind him. The people were going crazy. And the Mm -hmm. preacher thought it was for him, you know. And until he looked around and found out that it was for Richard, but Richard was so he was so humorous. I was thinking, oh my goodness, we're in a in a church, but it it might as well be a a, a place where he's entertaining because he was so funny. The people were trying their best to keep a straight face because when he <laughs> spoke, he he was so humorous. He really was in the right profession because. He was just a natural, you know, at being a comedian. But, you know, he he did speak of the trials that he had to get where he was and to be in the position to ride around in limousines. And he said, I want you all to know that I came here in a limousine. And then he said, and I'm still pretty. (laughs) (laughs) That's his his energy. He told the angel, I'm coming to the service, but I'm not going to perform now. And before the service was over, he got over to that piano and started singing Precious Lord and all these uh, songs. And I can tell you at the time he came to Savannah, this is my personal uh, testimony about the angel and little Richard and their relationship. Uh, I had just begun to really get out into the community doing my poetry and storytelling, and I wanted to do a, a dedication to Robert, you know. So I got up there and did my thing, and as I was doing it, Little Richard said, say it, girl, say it. Go, child. Go, girl. And so 
afterwards he came over and he just hugged me and said, this is wonderful. He had no idea, neither did Audrey, the angel, know that that was the inspiration that gave me the self-confidence to actually begin to be serious about my storytelling in a Gullah Geechee dialect. So he inspired me also, and she was right there behind it every time, thinking about the storytelling, when are you going to do your book, where are you performing, I see your Facebook page, I mean, just all the way through. That motivation was there from uh, Audrey, our Lee Angel. Well, that's fabulous, and the foundation they must have laid led you to a very successful business, which was listed in Forbes. Am I right? It's called Underground Tours of Savannah. Yes, we are so honored. I'm the CEO of Underground Tours, and we've been around for seven years, and we do tours downtown Savannah about the cultural heritage experience of the African-American community from slavery to freedom. And so, yes, Forbes Magazine and Condé Nast and others have selected us as when you come to Savannah, you guys, we're the top ten things to do on the listing, so you have to check us out when you come to Savannah. Uh, we do an excellent job, and I'm so proud. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm sorry that uh, I didn't make plans to take that trip sooner because Angel was talking about going to uh, Tennessee, actually. Um, I don't think they're that far away from each other, but um, we were going to plan to go um, before Little Richard made his transaction, transition. Yeah. And I have this book, you know, that was written by Charles White about his autobiography, and it's got this beautiful photograph of Lee Angel in there. And mm-hmm. me being a fine artist, and I saw that I wanted to paint that portrait, not knowing that I already knew the person that I wanted to do the portrait of. And then years later, she asked me to do the portrait. And I am eventually going to do that portrait, but one of the Mm -hmm. things I was going to do, had she taken that trip, uh, if we had gone, is I have his book, and I wanted him to autograph it for me, but I missed that opportunity. So, you know, like they say, you never know. Uh, can't wait. He who hesitates, <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. uh, you know. There's a saying about that. So we have to grab the moment. You have but, to grab uh, the moment. Yes, and to. then his then his uh, manager Robert Bumps Blackwell was a very good friend of mine, and um, he actually asked me to write his uh, autobiography. So you know, now I'm. I'm in the process of taking out my writing pen, and uh, I will be putting together some memories, you know, on paper uh, about Angel. Well, it's very, very important. Uh, I want people to really focus on rememory of their loved ones because uh, when an elder dies, we lose an entire library. And one of the things that Lee Angel, as well as any relationship she's had with people in show business, taught me was to get those stories down. And so one of the most uh, uh, important stories I can share with Lee Angel is how she had a wonderful relationship with my mother and all of her aunts and her mom. They had they were seven sisters. They called them the Golden Sisters. And my mom would say to her, you're traveling all over the world with little Richard. If something happens to me, you're not going to have enough time to stop into Georgia and go to my funeral. 
And so little Richard told my mother, he says, he called her Aunt Gertie. He said, Aunt Gertie, when the time comes for you to leave this world, I'm sending Audrey into Savannah first class. And sure enough, when the time came, I called her, Audrey, Mom is not going to be with us very long. She was somewhere traveling with little Richard, and she said, I'm on my way. I picked my beloved cousin up, and he had sent her first class to Savannah. I had her car waiting, but she had a limousine waiting that he'd ordered, and she made it to Aunt Gertie's funeral because Richard had given his word that he would send her to Savannah, take time out from the travel, and come and see about your relatives, and he did that. So she was just um, a bright star in our family life in terms of how she had these wonderful relationships, and she was willing to share those relationships with us. I, I look forward to coming to California and you guys paying homage to her. And uh, about three weeks ago, she called me, you guys, and said, I want to come to Savannah. I want to go to Tybee Island. I want to stick my feet in the salt water and see my cousin Danny and my younger brother Keith. I said, the doctors say you can't travel anymore by air, and it's too long a journey with three days uh, in a car. She paused, and she came back strong because you know she's got lots of chutzpah, and she said, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just going to go on home. And so she went on home. I know she caught the glory train, and I know why she was up there. They had all kind of dancing going on, so God let her rest in power. She was something special. She really well, was. Well, you know, she's. I'm sure she's uh, in his arms now um, and yeah. also in, in Richard's arms because she told me yeah. bef- uh, a, a few weeks ago, actually, uh, what happened was she had an experience. She said that she felt uh, little Richard's presence in the room with her just as plain mm-hmm. as day. Mm-hmm. She could mm-hmm. hear his voice as though I'm talking to you now. And she said that he came to get his woman. But she said, I'm not ready to go yet. And uh, so she she stuck around, but it looks like uh, he took her this time. And uh, well, well, we believe in that in the Gullah Gale yeah. community, that our loved ones will come for you. So you mm-hmm. have to listen very closely when someone says, I'm getting ready to travel. They're telling you, get yourself ready because I won't be here and enjoy those last moments of her. So, yes, I believe that little Richard came for the angel. I believe they got on that train, and I believe it had lots of glitter and lots of glam because that's who they were. Yes, and listen, uh, Pat, I'm looking forward to meeting you in person. I feel like I know you already, and I can see why she loved you. You're a beautiful spirit. And I want you to give your website address because we're going to have to say goodbye now and get on our train and um, head off um, to the sunset. So give them your website. Absolutely. It's Underground Tours of Savannah, and the website is www.undergroundtoursofsavannah.com. Come on to Georgia and walk with us. Thank you so much, Carmelita. And thank you, Pat. Smartphone, cell phone, PC, Mac, tablet, iPad. That's right, it's tech time. Well, I'm sure you've heard about all of the petty thefts and crimes that are taking place 
Oh, I don't know if it's because of the pandemic. I don't know if it's because of inflation. But all I know is I don't want to be a victim. There used to be a time when you had a security system, you had big bucks. I mean, it cost a fortune. They'd come out, they'd drill holes, they'd put in panels, and they would hook it up to different stuff, and it, it was very, very expensive. But nowadays, there's several companies that make self-installed, and I know all of us are not handy, but they are very easy to install, and if you're not that handy, you can call one of these um, places on the Internet where you just type in what kind of work you need done, and they will give you a list of people in your area that will be able to do it. So my point is you need a home alarm system. I have one. It, uh, it's really funny because the first month that I bought it, I, I bought it thinking, oh, nobody comes over where I live. We don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. But I bought it because it was easy to install, and I could look out and see who was at my front door. Well, the first month that I had it, in the middle of the night, my alarm starts ringing, not all over the neighborhood, just in my house, so I knew that it was going off. You can kind of hear it from the outside, but it's not loud outside. And I turned on my camera, and I looked, and there was a gentleman getting ready to walk onto my patio. And he saw the camera, and he jumped back, and he just kind of stepped back out, closed the gate, and left. Now, I don't know what his intentions were, but I'm sure they weren't good. It was like one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. Well, I immediately called my security that is built in on the property where I live, and they came and they saw him running off because he knew that I had a security system and he had been caught on camera. Now, I haven't had any more incidents like that, but I have been able to see when my packages get delivered. Even if I'm not home, it rings on my phone. I can see my porch. I can see them deliver it. There have been times when they have said, oh, your package has been delivered. Well, the delivery man hadn't delivered it yet. And I can prove because I looked at my camera, and at the time they said it was delivered, no one was at my house. Now, every time it's worked out okay because the delivery man marked it that he had dropped it off, but he hadn't yet. But it's very good because I can monitor my house from anywhere literally in the world. Now, you can put the monitor cameras outside. You can put them inside. You can even have docks, locks on your door that you don't have to use a key. They're keyless. You can talk to it and tell it to open. I haven't gotten one of those yet, so I can't really tell you about it. But it looks like a good idea that you could be able to talk or use a code to get into your front door instead of a key. You can have them inside of your house, pointed at the halls, at your bedroom, um, anywhere in your house that you want to monitor. You can monitor your dog or you can monitor your baby in the baby's room. It's all kinds of things that you can do with these new home security systems. They have little clips you can put on your windows so that if someone opens your window, it'll set off an alarm. I can't um, recommend any one to you because I've only used the one system that I've used. 
But from what I understand, they're all very reputable. You know, any of the ones, the big names that you've heard, they're all very reputable that you'll be able to monitor your house. You don't have to be a multimillionaire. You don't even have to own the property because there's really very limited installation. So it's not like you're going to tear up walls or put in a very expensive paneling. You can just do it yourself or hire a handyman to do it, and you will have a safer, more secure house. They even have systems where you can just call out with your voice, help, send help, and the device will hear you and will call either your loved ones or the police, depending on how you set it up, or both. You can also use it as a, as a system to be alert people if you have if you've fallen. Uh, I can scream from pretty much any room in my house, and my system will hear me and will call my emergency people. So, in this day and age, you might want to check into getting a home security system that you can self-install. Not that expensive, but well worth every penny. That is my tech time for today. Jim, what's your Jim? Okay, baby okay, boomers, baby it's boomers. time it's for Jim from Jim. Well, I'm talking about a boomer tune-up. Uh, just, uh, you know, a lot of us plan on retiring at a certain age. Uh, the age seems to be stretching a little bit longer. Instead of 62 or 65, they're looking at 70 or older. Uh, many people I know go into their 70s and even 80s still working. But uh, you want to you want to plan. And this is I keep emphasizing this for younger people because the people listening that are 30, 40, 50 years old, if you do a little, just take a little bit of time. Look up somebody like on the Wall of Fame, Jerry Kane. He's an expert at planning and strategizing. If you take a little bit of time, put off a movie. That's all you got to do. Put off one movie, and you look in and put, you know, put some of this stuff into play. You could have a, a really. It'll make a big difference in your retirement. You could wind up being financially secure, uh, because what happens is some of us will plan and we overlook things like, well, you have your families, you have your kids, your grandkids, and you're, you're, you have expenses there. Uh, you have a lot of time on your hands. Well, when you were working, you were working making money. Now you're retired and you have a set amount of income, but you can wind up spending more money. So you want to take some time and really think about where you're at financially and, you know, have a, a little budget put together because, you know, they say a lot of people have $165,000. Well, okay, if you look at how much that is, and I'm going to cover that, it really can disappear. Uh, you know, I there's people that have had a lot of money in the family, and they inherit. And one of the main things is, and I knew somebody like this, they uh, they found out that the inheritance is gone. And how they do this, I'll never know. <laughs> You know, they inherit five, ten million dollars or more, and they 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 find the people uh, that inherited the money, and it's all spent because they didn't didn't plan it out. So, I'm going to go over a couple of these things, 
It's uh, 10 retirement stats every baby, baby boomer should know. And I found it on The Motley Fool, and it's kind of some good tips. All right. Think you're ready to leave the workforce for good? Not until you read these facts here. So it says, worried about retirement, you're not alone. A large number of workers nearing the end of their careers are leaning or learning the hard way that retirement is expensive. And, and it's most older Americans simply aren't prepared. If you're thinking about retiring in the not-so-distant future, here are a couple of little tips for you. The average baby boomer is 163577 uh, saved for retirement. According to a report on the uh, API Economic Policy Institute, the average household age 56 to 61 has amassed that amount of money for their next day. Nesting. But while that number might seem encouraging, it's actually pretty scary. Over the course of 20-year retirement, 163000 amounts to just $8,000 a year or 681 a month. Well, <laughs> that's not going to last too long. So, you know, that's, that's definitely a figure you got to rethink. Uh, frightening, 41% of baby boomers have no retirement savings at all. All right, here's another alarming statistic from the EPI. An estimated 41% have no retirement, and clearly their older counterparts didn't do much better with their savings. 21% of married Social Security recipients and 43% of single, 65 and over, rely on their monthly benefits, a check that provided at least 90% of their income. So they're counting on Social Security. Uh, Social Security pays an average of about 1360 a month. Workers who plan to fall back on Social Security are often less motivated to save for retirement on their own. But those monthly benefit checks aren't nearly enough to pay the basic bills that are, that are needed. Okay, one out of every four 65-year-olds today will live past 90. So now we take some of these figures. And you realize that you're not working anymore. You're home and you're going out, maybe buying this or that or going to dinner more with things you didn't do when you were working. All right, you may have a house and the remodeling, well, the inflation costs. So in other words, money that you have can get eaten up really fast. I, I, I've been through that. I, you know, a while back I had, properties in North Florida and so on and so forth. I'd sell a property and make a pretty good chunk on it. And one of the biggest problems is if you have two or 300000 in the bank and the investments stop, you think, well, I'm okay. I have, you know, say two 200000 in the bank. Well, if this is the problem. You will keep thinking that down to your last $10,000. Well, I still have 180 in the bank. Well, I still have 150. And you could keep thinking that way, but that money is depleted rapidly. So you have to get to a point where if there's an emergency come up or, you know, you're not feeling well, that you have to have more of a backup. I say one of the better investments is just get your bills paid up in advance. Invest in the utilities and, uh, and your basic bills. So if anything happens, and we've gone through this, we covered this, your bills are paid a year in advance, and it's not that hard to do that. You just add, I'd say, 30, 50%, or maybe double your some of your bills if you can afford that, 
and just keep paying ahead. And then you find yourself a year ahead on your bills. And that doesn't mean you stop paying them. Then you go back to just paying your regular bill, knowing if something happens when you wake up in the morning, you're 12 months ahead. And it's not impossible. Almost half of retired households spend more money, not less, in retirement. See, that's what we went over. Now, we got health care. I've seen people that have lost their homes because of health care. Health care costs, on the average, a couple $377,000 in retirement. If that number sounds too high to be true, well, think again. And that's some of the projections there. A good 30% of homeowners, 65 and older, still have a mortgage. So you got your mortgage to deal with. Uh, more than 25 million seniors live on or below the poverty line because they rely too heavy on Social Security. Okay, 25% of workers expect to retire 70 or, or older. We talked about that because sometimes you can, uh, you know, it, it, I, like this doctor I knew out here, he's, he told me he's going to retire soon. I said, no, you'll you'll be back to work or your wife will get tired of you hanging around the house. And I saw him a couple of years later. He said, you're right on both counts. I uh, just got tired of sitting around and his wife got tired of him hanging around the house. You know, I was kidding around, but you know, basically you want to stay busy. We talked about that because you definitely don't want to retire and sit around, but overall uh, nine nine out of 10 retirees identified themselves as being happy uh, whether they have a lot of money or a little less money, a little bit more is a little bit more comfortable. But bottom line is you want to uh, you want to keep busy. You know, you, you don't want to sit around after you're retired. And you want to uh, have hobbies, you know, meet new friends, do follow that bucket list, whatever. I have a bucket list, and I'm going to get a wreath involved with this. We're going to, uh, we're going to have a plan on getting in shape, you know. Uh, and we'll go over that another time, but... So for now, uh, that's a wrap with the uh, gems, and uh, we want to thank Patty for being on, and Carmelita's Corner, Carmelita always has interesting guests, and Rita, you got anything to add here, or are you, sometimes Rita will head out, and... I, 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 I was muted, but I, I can always hear, but I was okay. muted, but yeah, I just want to wish everybody uh, a happy Easter. They people had spring break. I understand earlier um, last yeah. month, but Easter's actually coming up. I cannot believe we are to Easter already. Uh, I know. Um, have a, a a happy uh, family time. Easter's a good time to get around and and gather with family. I. I remember when my family was big, Easter dinners were a big deal. We'd go to church in the morning and come home and have wonderful big meals. So take some time maybe this weekend, maybe call a relative that you haven't talked to in a while and just enjoy this Easter weekend. We'll see you Monday. And enjoy the Easter, Easter, Easter. <laughs> enjoy Easter weekend and remember that the reason for Easter, I at my palms from Palm Sunday when Jesus went into Jerusalem. They, it was prophesied long before there will be palms laid down. And, and you know, everybody have a safe, if you're going to travel, have a safe uh, safe Easter. And uh, till then, Radio Boomers Live. Guys, keep moving, keep the faith, and we're signing out.
Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Radio Boomers Live with your hosts, Rita Gray, star Betty White's Off Their Rockers, and EZ's dad, Jim Zuli. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Radio Boomers Live. Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network.